Lesson one, basic hip. Welcome to the Jazz Session. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. Every episode of the Jazz Session is also available for free in iTunes and at thejazzsession.com, where you'll also find Amazon links to help you purchase the music you hear on the show and a donate button if you'd like to give a little back. Today's guest is trumpeter and educator Ferez Witted. He's got a new album called Transient Journey. And here's the opening track. My guest is trumpeter and composer and educator Ferez Witted. He's got a new record called Transient Journey from Owl Studios, and it's uh, my pleasure to have Ferez on the show. Thanks a lot for being here. Glad to be here, Jason. This uh, this record to me really kind of harkens back to, um, I don't know, maybe a, a late 60s, early 70s kind of time when there were just uh, a lot of really amazing grooves and really powerful solos, and I wonder if, it, if any of that... Uh, is some of the inspiration behind this music? Well, uh, <laughs> every era of jazz is probably an inspiration for us. Um, we we just really what I did with the music. I just sat down, and sort of uh, wrote what was on my mind, what was sort of floating through my head, and uh, that's pretty much what we end up with. I, I don't really like try to pinpoint a. a, a era or time or, you know, groove, space or anything like that. How do you compose, Ferez? Do you find yourself uh, kind of an inspirational composer? Do you sit at a, a piano or on the trumpet each day? Uh, how does composition work for you? Uh, one of those all of the above. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's, it's inspiration, sometimes it's uh, just jump on the on the piano. Sometimes it's a melodic idea. Sometimes it's a rhythmic idea. Sometimes it's a, a harmonic idea, progression. Uh, it, it it varies. 
you know, which is cool. That gives me a lot of different ways to look at things. Are there uh, are there programmatic parts of this music too? Things that kind of topics you wanted to address, or things uh, in your own life that you were speaking about through through music? Uh, sort of uh, everything. <laughs> well, most of it is, you know, uh, a specific tune. Is, I'm usually either thinking about someone, or else the 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 line itself directs me into that space uh the melodic idea or whatever it is the mood of it will uh inspire uh me to either either i was thinking about them or it will direct me to a person a place a thing a situation something it's been uh, it's been a while since the last time uh, you put out a record, and you've been playing steadily all that time and teaching all that time. And um, I wonder if you could maybe just talk a little bit about why you decided to to take such a hiatus from the recording studio. Uh, sort of why I titled the CD "Transient Journey." It's just a lot of things happening in life that uh, take you through different. Um, you know, experiences, uh, relationships, uh, situations, life, <laughs> and, and uh, it 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 can change the way you look at things, the way you think, the way you want to approach things. And I uh, I've had a lot on my mind, you know, as I'm sure most people have through through the times as, as things change and. Uh, you know, all the different things that are going on in, um, around the world, and just in personal lives. So uh, I really, as far as sitting down writing something, I, I did some lightweight writing ideas, songs of things that I, I maybe I uh, recorded for myself or something like that, but nothing that I really wanted to put out and uh just this was the time you know some things have changed in my life and um trying to move in a different direction
So, uh, one of the things that uh, uh, I know about you is th- the other day I was talking with uh, Charnett Moffat and talking about his musical family, and you know he had a, obviously a dad who played with Ornette Coleman, and you had a, a dad who played with Freddie Hubbard, and uh, you're part of uh, Slide Hampton's family, one of your uncles, and ha- all, it seems like everybody in your family is a musician. Was that the kind of household where when you grew up it was pretty much guaranteed you were going to pick up an instrument or sing at some point? They didn't push it, but, uh, you know, if it happened, it happened. And in my case, it happened. I found a trumpet in the, in a, in the closet and uh, pulled it out, and that was the beginning of it all. <laughs> <laughs> Whose had it been, do you know? Whose trumpet was it? Uh, I think it was uh, one of my uncles. Uh, I think it was an old horn that belonged to... Uh, Uncle Mark, uh, one of my uncles, he was more of a lead player. Uh, I had a couple of uncles that played trumpet, and and my uh, brother uh, Leo played trumpet as well. So, uh, you know, there were bound to be horns laying around somewhere. And because of your your family's uh, activity in the music world, did that make being a musician seem that much more achievable to you? I didn't even think about it like that. It was uh, more or less, you know, it was more or less just like a part of life. It was almost like, what else are you going to (laughs) do? I mean, that sounds, that sounds pretty great. I mean, to me, it sounds wonderful. Was it, was it like that for you or was it just, you know, what everybody did? Well, I mean, it was it was it was life for me. You know, it was cool. It was like uh, uh, it was. I know, it's hard to explain. It's like the it's like the word jazz or love or something. You know, there's so much to it. Uh, like in Africa, there was no word for music. It was just everywhere, and so that's sort of the way it was for me. It was just everywhere. It was just a part of what. I did a part of what everybody did, you know. Someone singing in the kitchen, uh, someone's beating out a rhythm on the on the uh, arm of the the sofa. Uh, somebody's upstairs tap dancing, and you know, someone's downstairs in the basement practicing, and it was just everywhere. Was was there a witted family band? There was a Hampton family band, uh, mostly on my, uh, on, you know, my mother's side. Uh, you know, I had, uh, there was somebody played piano. We had, uh, my mother played bass, Aunt Leitra played piano, Aunt Carmen played the baritone sax, uh, Uncle Russell played the tenor, Uncle Mark played the trumpet, Uncle Maceo played the trumpet, uh, Lord, Uncle Sly played the trombone. Uh, good Lord, Uncle Duke played the trombone and the vibes. And uh, I know Aunt Don sang. Uh, and then there were cousins and uh, brothers and sisters. You know, I we don't. You know, we'd be up here all night naming everybody. <laughs> well, there were about thirteen kids in your mom's family. Oh, uh, wow. I don't there <laughs> were there were, there were I never sit down and do the math <laughs> on this. I don't blame you. There were, there were a lot, you know, about uh there was enough for a big band. 
<laughs> That's pretty amazing. Was there some point where you decided that in addition to it being just what your family did, that it wasn't music was in fact what you were going to pursue? It was the thing you were going to do academically and professionally? Um, I sort of felt that early on uh, as far as, you know, professionally. Um, well, not even, I didn't look at it as professional. I just looked at it as this is what I like doing with my life. And uh, it from there, it just seemed to make sense. Now, it seems like you decided um, there's kind of two paths, I guess, that some people take. Well, nowadays, a lot of people go into academia, but maybe that wasn't quite as common when you did it, or was that the case that a lot of people like you decided to go get advanced degrees rather than just going out on the road or whatever? Well, I mean, when I was doing it, it was uh, it was still, you still had opportunities to just jump out there if you could play and uh, possibly get hooked up in a, in a good situation. Um, but uh, when I graduated from undergraduate school, I, I didn't really feel like I was ready to do that. And plus, I really didn't want to right away because I knew I wanted to teach as well as perform. And... Um, to get my degree, uh, my grad, uh, my uh, uh, what is it, uh, undergraduate degree. After I left high school, I would go right into college. I knew I wanted to get that, and then before I, uh, right after I got my undergraduate degree, I went right in for my graduate degree because I knew I wanted to teach at the uh, college level. So you went to Indiana University for your master's, and you studied with one of the people who is you know, one of the founding fathers of jazz education, David Baker. What was that experience like? Uh, I loved working with David. He he was an inspiration. He is an inspiration still. And um, he he opened the door uh, as far as musically to a lot of uh, uh, ideas and concepts that uh, I hadn't really been working with 
Um, I, I wish I'd been able to. I wish I'd gone there for undergraduate as well. Although I do love DePaul University, that's my undergraduate school. It's just I would have had uh, more of a uh, more opportunity to work with David. Um, it was it was wonderful. It was great. You know. Now you said uh, that you know, kind of right from the the start of your academic career, you knew you wanted to teach too. What what was it about teaching that attracted you? What is it that still attracts you? Uh, when I was coming up, there were uh, uh, a few different uh, teachers that I worked with, uh, or rather, that worked with me uh, when I was in a, uh, high school, and uh, they had a big impact on my life. Uh, uh, Andy White and. Uh, but Jimmy Cole was a band director, but he uh, well he directed a, a jazz band, but he also was a, a great mentor for a lot of the musicians in Indianapolis, and I had the opportunity to play in his band as well. And uh, Dewitt Samuel was a, a music teacher in Indianapolis. Uh, he also played trumpet, and he also played in Jimmy Cole's band, and he was a big as well as uh, Clifford Ratliff, who was in that band. They took a lot of time out to help me. Uh, I started playing with them when I was like 15 or 16 or something like that, and uh, they were very patient with me. <laughs> and <laughs> it taught me a lot about working with people. Will you talk about uh, Chicago State University and uh, the Jazz Studies program there and what that's been like? Chicago State is a very interesting situation for me. Uh, I was previously at Ohio State University uh, before I came over here. And, uh, you know, that, had, that university, major, you know, Big Ten college with uh, the traditional student who's directly fresh out of high school, going to college, with ambitions of being a, a great musician and this 
work ethic that they've been just been drilled in their head through the system and opportunities galore. Now, getting to Chicago State, it's not it's not constructed the same way. Chicago State uh, is probably caters more to the non-traditional student than uh, you know traditional. It's uh, the the student body consists of just about every age you can imagine, uh, every legal age. <laughs> you know, after college, after high school, uh, I have a trumpet player uh, studying music right now who is seventy six years old. Wow. Yes, and uh, and I have uh, an eighteen year old as well. You know, so I we we work with everyone. And we have just about all levels from, uh, I had a couple of students, uh, for a while there I had a, a student who went off and joined the Basie Band. Uh, I had another student who went off and joined uh, uh, the Art Ensemble of Chicago, doing very well, you know. And then you have students who can barely find the back end of the horn <laughs> and it's uh, it's a, it's an opportunity to uh, work with many different uh, um, the, 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 the the range of student is incredible and it gives me the opportunity to work with them and find new ways to reach them and uh, help them reach their goals. I think it says something about your open-mindedness as a as a teacher if one of your students went to the Basie Band and the other went to the Art Ensemble of Chicago. You can't get much more open-minded than that, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I just... Hey, you are going to be who you are. My thing is just to help you achieve that. You know, I'm not, I don't... Um, I don't make players. I just help them make themselves or find themselves, you know. Well, that sounds like a great philosophy. Uh, one thing, uh, coming back uh, to the record, one thing I've neglected to do is um, ask you to tell us who's in this band, which is a really a really fantastic band. Yeah, we'll start with uh, Bobby Broom on guitar. That's uh, just, Bobby's just so incredible. Um uh, his musicianship, his 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 concept, his his feel, his passion for for life and for music, uh, you can hear it all in his playing. Just uh, um, a true, a truly beautiful person that you hear it in in that it comes through the music, you know. And that's really what I I try to surround myself with. You know, and everybody finds players that they connect with, and and, and that they they feel they they work with well, and uh, we're no different. You know, I'm no different, and I was really blessed to have these guys, Bobby, and then uh, Ron Perillo on the piano, who's just an incredibly passionate musician who who's very sensitive, and and they all are. You know, very in tune with each other. Um, they they listen they they want to work together they want to to make music together eddie baird on the tenor saxophone is 
uh, one of the the freest. Uh, I don't I don't know how to explain it. He's a natural musician. He, he's just as free, and 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 when you meet him and know him, you know what he's going to sound like because he he is truly himself on his instrument. And uh, Dennis Carroll on the bass, uh, laying down the foundation for us, and a young drummer out of uh, Indianapolis, uh, his name's Greg Archery. I had the chance to hear him uh, early on, and you know, as he was developing, and we, and I heard some things that I really, really liked, and sure enough. He has risen to the occasion, and uh, he's grown so much and, and uh, contributed so much to this project. It's, it's, it's amazing. Ferez, will you also mention uh, the Chicago Jazz Ensemble? Tell people what that is. The Chicago Jazz Ensemble, yes. Uh, uh, housed at uh, Columbia College here in Chicago, it has been under the direction of John Faddis for the past, uh, what is it, about six years. And uh, uh, he's no longer in that position anymore, which was a real drag for me. Um, he was he's, he's one of my best friends, a great inspiration, and... Uh, just uh you know we all know about his playing so but uh just a, a great friend a great person to work with and uh being in that band with him as the leader was was a, a wonderful experience now we're going to go through some changes because like i said he's no longer the leader of the band uh he was the artistic director so now dana hall is the director of the band so dana will be directing it but uh that band has uh had the opportunity to really grow and achieve some wonderful things. We've had some great guest artists and uh, some wonderful uh, composers that wrote, that have been writing original music for the band, uh, Slide Hampton, <laughs> uh, Frank Foster, uh, um, young Mike Mossman, and, and, and just so many others who have been contributing to uh, the library over there. And we've had some wonderful concerts here in Chicago and, uh, you know, throughout the U.S. We don't get out that much out of town, but uh, occasionally we do. Yeah. My guest is trumpeter, composer, educator, Ferez Witted. He's got a brand new record uh, from Owl Studios called Transient Journey that I highly recommend. And, uh, Ferez, it's been a real pleasure talking to you about uh, life and music, and I uh, thank you for taking the time to do it. Thanks so much, Jason.
That's music from trumpeter Ferez Witted and his new album, Transient Journey. I'm Jason Crane. This is The Jazz Session, presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. Every episode of the show is also available for free in iTunes and at thejazzsession.com, where you'll find links to help you purchase the music you hear on the show and a donate button if you'd like to give a little back to The Jazz Session. Thanks to the members of the Respect Sextet for the theme music to this show. They've got a brand new recording coming out and a show at Le Poisson Rouge in New York. To promote it, you can find all the information at respectsextet.com. That's respectsextet.com. Thanks also to Dave Vrabel, who designed the show's logo. Thanks for listening. Now get out there and support live jazz whenever and wherever you can, and then come back next time for another conversation about jazz on the Jazz Session. Bye. Bye. Bye.